0: One. Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 426, July 28, 2020. The record high on this date occurred in 1955 when she hit 100, and in 1981 it was as chilly as 50 degrees. These are brought to you, of course, for my, by, uh, for my amusement, by my friends at Aquaside, keeping your beach free of weeds for more than 60 years.
1: And now.
0: Joe Sushan. Hi, how are you? Hey, hey, how are you? Hey, hey. Right off the bat, hi, let's Joe. let's do a ruling. Hi, how are you, Kenny? Right off the bat, wait, let's wait, do. Wait, say hi to John.
2: <laughs> hi, Johnny. <laughs> hi,
0: hi, Joe. Uh, how are you, Joe? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, a simple. You know. <laughs> this is from. Uh, uh, who sent me this? Tim Antila. A simple question, but maybe it's not a good one. I have some power drones and some other stuff and wondering, can I add the electric motors in that equipment to my CI? Mm. No. Uh, uh, Tim, you're oh. right. It's not a good oh. question. No. <laughs> they, uh, to, to, uh, to add to your cylinder index, you must be adding cylinders that require combustion. It's long been established. We ain't counting none of that electric stuff. None what of that electric stuff. What
3: if it's an e-bike?
0: No, I'm sorry. Really? You can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. So you can't. basically,
3: you brought up that email to admonish him.
0: Well, uh, not really. Oh. Uh, I just want to clarify. He sure. uh, he needed some clarification, and uh, uh, I, I have now provided it because that's what I do. I got a long email from Santa Bill Jim who told me of uh, he and the missus went down to Ruth Chris. They love Ruth Chris Steakhouse, and they went downtown Minneapolis uh, Saturday. And uh, he said it's not a place Patula Clark would have gone or would have written a song about. And boy, what a they had a great dining experience. But he said, Ruth was not busy. We go early to avoid darkness in downtown and park in the Hilton ramp so we don't go far outdoors. Too many people roaming around downtown nowadays. Ruth's is worth the risk as long as we plan our visit. By the time we left the restaurant, still in daylight, it was getting busy. But as all others, they are set up for 50% occupancy. It it appears that between COVID and crime, a toll has been taken on their business and the neighboring businesses, too. When we walked through the lobby of the Hilton, there was no one within the large space. That's always been bustling on weekends. Uh, When we walked over to Ruth's at 545, there were eight young guys who looked like gangbangers in the street, walking down the middle of South 10th, apparently daring cars to come near them. But they caused uh, no trouble. I did do a pre-visit planning as to what we would do if confronted by anyone on the short walk from Hilton to Ruth, but nothing happened. And he's former law enforcement. Oh. So the, the evening was great. Because of the danger in the city of Minneapolis, we only go into the city limits to Ruth's and the farmer's market on Lindale next to I-94. We do that very early on Saturday mornings, no later than 6.30 a.m. In my law enforcement career, I found that uh, uh, criminals in uh, a general class of bleep heads do not get up early. <laughs> Thus, there is a bit of safety in being early, but we do not enter the city limits any longer, uh, too dangerous, and out of control. Did you read about, is it Tim Mahoney owns the loon?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, boy, are they suffering. Opening day, guys. Yeah, opening day. Yeah,
3: we were just talking about that. Very. St. Same.
0: Louis Cardinals at the Twins. It sure doesn't feel like an opening day, does it?
3: It it doesn't, and you know, usually with a series like this, even if it was in the middle of the season, you know, you got the whole '87 reunion. Mm-hmm. There's just no buzz. It's just not even close to being the same. It's just I'll still watch every pitch, but
0: yeah, it's just not the same. Boy, those those uh, places really rely on uh, pedestrian traffic on home Twins games, don't they? Well,
3: as you were reading that, I, the thought occurred to me. I wonder how many of them, even the ones that made it through that first wave of COVID. How many of them are going to last through the year? Because I don't think it's going to be
0: many. I don't see how they can. With the combination of crime and the COVID, uh, it's going to be difficult to do business. And remember yesterday, here I'll find it, uh, yesterday I was saying, you know, it doesn't feel like America when you're still reading about uh, (coughs) rubble that hasn't been cleaned up after two months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was an explanation of that, uh, in today's Pioneer Press, I want to touch on that for you. What's the problem? You, your, your headphone management today is off off the charts. Yeah. Uh, oh hell, it's not here. Okay, I'll have to I'll, I'll, during a timeout. I'll go up and get the hard copy of the paper. But for some reason, you're not finding it on the website.
3: But when we talk about those businesses, too, Joe, downtown, we're not talking about just the bars and restaurants. They, but I'm talking about places like even. You know, Rosenthal Furniture, that's been there forever. That's right on, is that 5th Fifth, Fifth mm-hmm. Street and 1st Avenue? I mean, how are they going to possibly make it?
0: Mm-hmm. And I, maybe I they don't...
3: are. Maybe they're thriving. I don't know if they do a ton of, I, I, I have no idea. But I just, I feel bad for those places. They didn't ask for this.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, just to bear with me here. Oh, my microphone fell down. There it is. <laughs> <sighs> Well, there's so much, you know. There's just so much to digest. Uh, the the intersection of the COVID and the crime is an incredible, uh, perfect storm of trouble. Uh, now, I'm reading the Hennepin, the Anoka County Sheriff's Office will not issue citations from, <clears throat> which I find interesting.
3: Could you, um, could uh, you repeat got- that one more time? Because your microphone cut out, sir.
0: The Anoka County Sheriff's Office says it will not enforce Governor Tim Walz's mask mandate. Thank you. Uh, The governor's executive order, which took effect Saturday, makes it a petty misdemeanor in Minnesota to enter an indoor public space without a mask, which is punishable by a fine of up to 100 bucks. Uh, And I have a question. Everybody pay attention. I have a question leading up to this. What Anoka County Sheriff James Stewart said that we will not make any arrests or issue citations for these offenses. I have said from the beginning that this is a public health matter, not a criminal matter. His office issued a news release Monday confirming the policy. Uh, Minnesota Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm noted that when the mandate was announced that recent studies have found wearing a mask, Uh, has a dramatic impact on the spread. Uh, Walsh himself said he would rather see law enforcement handing out masks, not tickets, said Stewart in a Facebook post that his deputies may respond to direct complaints about violations by encouraging social distancing and related matters. Uh, Stewart also pointed out that private businesses may refuse entry to anyone not wearing a mask and that citations for trespassing could be issued to anyone who refuses to leave. Okay, a couple of points. One, uh, many emailers want to alert me to things they've discovered and they want me to read and what they link me to is a Facebook posting. I can't access that because I don't have a Facebook account and I'm not going to get one. So that's just one point of clarification. When GLers send me something they want me to, to see from Facebook, I can't access it. Uh, Two, uh, in other words, I couldn't have accessed that sheriff's posting on Facebook, for example. And number two, uh, don't you think this is pretty much going to be the attitude of most law enforcement in the state? Yes. From
2: what I've been seeing,
0: you're correct. And not because they're being defiant of the governor. They've just got more important things to do.
2: Exactly. Correct. And,
0: and, And three... Does the, maybe John Haidt knows this, does the governor's uh, giving himself emergency power, does that, when he creates a mask mandate that, is that tantamount to being a law? Because only the legislature can make laws. So um, under his I under his know. emergency power, is that a law?
4: I, I would assume so. I, otherwise, why would we have a, a mandate where they say they can fine you? Uh, yeah. But I don't know. For fact, I don't know. I can look it up. I'll, I'll see what I can find out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I, again,
0: uh, I think most businesses have been ahead of this curve. Uh, Most of the place, well, it's now. It's every place I go, it's uh, it's a mask required. I just
2: keep one in my pocket. It's not a big. Have you guys
3: been hit with the self-appointed mask police yet?
2: nope well uh, no as a matter of fact chris i've been exposed to the other a lot of people that i uh <laughs> secretly follow on twitter i don't actually follow follow them but mm-hmm. i i I, uh, I check out what they've been seeing and there are they are vehemently i mean vehemently against masks they i don't was get uh, i was getting gas
3: the other day i won't name the place because the place had nothing to do with it pumping it in the old vehicle and a woman i don't know two stalls down said you need to be wearing a mask and I looked yeah. up at her, and I said, we're standing outside. Yeah. And I'm. you're 30 feet from me. Leave me alone. You don't need alone. one outside. No. Yeah, you you, you don't know need what one you outside.
2: should do is you should spit, and then you should say no. Actually, <laughs> no, what I should have done. Kenny, that's not what he should have done. <laughs> what
3: I should have done oh, is just oh, given oh, her the old okay. okay sign, like, got it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: You don't like my advice,: so No, know. I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was awful. the wrong advice. Awful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's terrible. You don't want to engage in that kind of dreadful dreadful behavior. Uh, oh, you guys heard about these mystery seeds?: Yes, that are yes. Uh, getting mailed randomly to people's houses, and uh, What
2: is that?:
0: Well, I did a little homework. It's called brushing. The the uh, the law enforcement theory uh, theory is that it's an example of brushing when a product is sent for purposes of creating false positive reviews about oh. it. So uh, so whatever these things are, uh, don't they come in, in with other things like little pieces of jewelry or something, or, or, or is it just I, seeds? I, I all I had heard was seed packets. Yeah, seed packets. I thought. And we are told not to plant them, which makes me immediately want to plant one <laughs> and exactly see what the hell happens. What, happens. <laughs> what, what kind oh, of uh, monstrous monstrosity <laughs> might come out of the ground? Joe and the I don't, t- I don't even want to.
2: I don't even want to touch them, Joe.
0: No, you're supposed to throw uh, them away. Of course, you just throw them away. Ah, okay. Uh,
3: what if it grows out of your garbage?
0: Well, actually, the the uh, what's the MDA, Minnesota Department of Agriculture? Sure. They want you to save the package and its contents. Uh, to not plant the seeds and to contact the arrest the pest line. I didn't know we had such a thing. The MDA says it is working with the U.S. Department of Ag smuggling interdiction and trade compliance program. And you don't think we got a big government to identify and destroy the seeds? But aren't you curious what they are? They're probably nothing because they have nothing to do with agriculture. They have everything to do with with an Internet scam trying to uh, post... Uh, they create email accounts and then post uh, your positive review to it, even though you have no idea that you've just done that. So would that be the same I thing see. as,
3: Kenny, is that the same thing as when uh, someone were to mistakenly find, you know, a bag of marijuana? No, don't dispose of that. You need to turn that into the authorities right away.
2: <laughs> mistakenly found a bag of weed that cost just happened to cost you 80 bucks. Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
1: I, uh, I did, have not I received th-
4: the seeds, John. Oh. oh, okay. I was just yeah. going to uh, tell you about the governor's thing. Yeah, I could. Yeah, Executive orders, uh, whenever the governor, uh, it's found in state constitutions. And yes, they can uh, do things that uh, make you subject to fine. Some of those are subject to legislative review, but I think we have that, right? And uh, they couldn't get enough votes to override uh, the governor's emergency uh, powers.
0: Well, plus so, his emergency power... Uh, stretches of time that he keeps seeking uh they are they are granted to him via the legislature
4: yes exactly and whatever he says then like for instance 100 hundred dollar fine for not wearing your mask yes he he can do that Mm -hmm. according to what i'm reading well you're you're the newsman that's why you're you're reading that such, what was the
2: powder that was mailed out uh, a few years ago? It was all the rage judges were getting him. Uh, Anthrax? The,
4: yes, thank you. Yeah. That's
2: what this reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: hail the flashlight king.
2: Hail, hail you. you. Uh,
0: this is from frequent emailer Scott from Invergrove, and he's written some... He has good thoughts. Uh, the growing lawlessness perpetrated upon our cities by feral adult children, the vilification of law enforcement hired to stop these fools... And the overreaching power grabs of elected officials are spurring a boom in legal gun sales throughout the country. I'm sure right. D.J. Mays could attest to that.
3: D.K. Mags.
0: D.K. Megs. On Friday, I purchased a small caliber pistol to be used for personal protection. I was amazed to see that the common calibers mostly used for self-defense are totally sold out. Even more amazing was that the ammunition stock was completely decimated for all calibers of pistol, making it impossible to purchase ammunition for my firearm. I went online and found most online suppliers also sold out of ammunition. Finally, I drove by a local gun range on Sunday morning. The parking lot was full to capacity, noting just three months ago there would have been a handful of cars in the lot. Joe, I truly believe that there is a silent majority around the country preparing for trouble to come their way. While I absolutely hope this sort of violence will not happen, I am resigned to believe that only when these feral adult children are faced with the prospect of losing their life through armed, law-abiding citizens will they stand down and stop their acts of terrorism. As a trained, responsible gun owner, I want to remind all gunner, gun owners, new and veteran, that discharging a firearm at anyone is a last act. Last resort action to be taken when there are no other options in your life is in jeopardy. To echo Kenny, I believe a war between these feral adult children and the law-abiding citizens is on the horizon. We all need to stay strong, stay united, and keep pushing back in the name of law and order in the American way. Never afraid and always pushing back Scott from Inver Grove. Sound advice. To which I would add, uh, Hail the Flashlight King. Hey, you, uh, Eric writes, uh, boys, I called the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office and asked how the mask mandate would impact my permit to carry. Oh, the woman started. I spoke with asked what I meant. I stated that I thought I recalled that I cannot wear a mask if I am carrying. Her response was, huh, I guess we didn't think about that. Oh, my she God. stated that she needed to look into it and get back to me. It was less than five minutes before she did call back. Her answer, well, she said that she asked around and was told, use your best judgment as to whether or not you should wear a mask. If you have a legal question, please refer to a lawyer. He writes, not sure where this leaves people. Can we legally carry, or have they actually done an end around and stripped me of my rights to carry? Head on a swivel and keep your powder dry, boys. Good luck, Eric, please. Oh, uh, oh, I didn't use your last name.
2: Yeah, did I? Where is it? You did not. I might have saved the wrong page. Oh, darn it, because there's actually been something released about this. Uh, God, it's not here. I can't believe I saved the wrong page. You are allowed to carry while wearing a mask. Oh. Uh, Yes, you are. God, I saved this, and I saved the wrong damn page. I can't read it to you word for word. I'm sorry. And I missed a lot of really good emails today uh,
0: because it's the way I do this is... Well, I, I I call up an email and sure. and if I want to use it for the show, I print it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the minute I hear the printer click on, You're I know I'm it. gonna I know I'm gonna get yes, I know I'm gonna get it <laughs> safely printed. So I delete that email and move on to the next one. Well, unbeknownst to me behind me, the printer kept spitting out page after page after page of uh, uh, well the the ink cartridge had run out, and so there wasn't. So. <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is
3: you you might possibly have a – and I know people will find this shocking, but you possibly might have a routine um, when it comes to preparing the program.
0: Well, a kid – I call him kid. He's about 20 years old. Colin, uh, he writes – he wrote a great email, and I'm sorry. uh, I I just butchered it, and I couldn't find it in my dead file or whatever you call it. Mm. But he's a longtime listener. He's only 20. Uh, he's a pushbacker, and he did inform me, he did inform me because he works at a Volkswagen dealership that the Atlas Crossport is the best SUV on the market right now. Now, he works at Burnsville Volkswagen. That's a terrible mistake for him. He should work at Smells, yeah. Smells Countryside in Maplewood on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61, and I take Colin's advice to heart. Uh, he knows what he's talking about. He said that Atlas Crossport is really something, and uh, right now, at Schmelz, Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa, Romeo, and Fiat, all 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens, including that new flagship, the Atlas Crossport, are available for 0% for 72 months with deferred payment of 120 days. And uh, there's also up to 60% uh, 0% interest for up to 60 months on certified pre-owned vehicles. Three great websites, so you can do your due diligence. SchmelzVW.com. SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com and SchmelzFiat.com. Uh, pick out what you're most interested in. Give the people at Countryside a call. That car or truck or SUV uh, will be waiting for you for your own test drive and and personal sales appointment. Call Schmelz at six five one. You'll have your own personal sales appointment with any one of those three great marks, Alfa Romeo, Volkswagen, and Fiat at Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood.
2: I'm doing him. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sugere. Yeah, Kenny,
3: what's that racket in the background? <laughs>
2: I purposely scheduled this to drive Joe crazy. So last week I told you guys I got a hold of Chris Miller, the owner of AimHigh Construction Mn.com. I asked him if he could get me a central air unit. Well, here it is one week later. It's going in right now. <laughs> and better yet, it's twelve hundred dollars less than what my research told me I should budget for the job. So this week alone, Aim High Construction, they're having a new AC system installed and the concrete work is starting on thursday it's amazing you guys a little background i grew up with parents that like to frequently upgrade and force appreciation that means i've been around new construction and remodels for most of my life it's never gone this smoothly it's so amazing and that's the lesson I've learned. That's how it is when you deal with the GLers at aimhighconstructionmn.com. Quality craftsmanship, number one, and then timely completion and customer service that is way above and beyond. They can handle any job, no matter what your needs are, remodels, new construction, commercial work. And yes, of course, like Dark Darkstar, Construction can get you a roof, which is pretty good actually this year with all the wind and hail we've had they'll also help you with design consultation and work within your budget and offering financing if you need it and I've been informed now this is just a little aside here Keith the project manager Uh, He makes a mean batch of sauerkraut, and it sounds like he's going to make me try some. (laughs) It's good for virus. It fights the virus. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll see, Joe. We'll see. If you need it to go smoothly and you want to deal with someone you can trust, log on to the website, ask as many questions as you can, then schedule that estimate, and get ready to be happy. AimHighConstructionMN.com Hey, you guys. What's up? What?
0: What do you got? I'm about 16 hours into a 48-hour rule situation.
2: Oh, no. oh, oh ho- 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 <laughs> what you got? This is this is
3: awfully gutsy, that, considering the fact you're doing the
0: show from home, sir. Well, I'm 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 sequestered. All right. Uh, six o'clock last night. How many hours ago is that? That would be 18. I'm 18 hours into
2: a 48-hour rule on uh, new golf clubs. Six, six,
3: seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Where are they? They have to be in an obvious spot. They're Bearing on that from you they're in the, uh they're in a car.
3: Well, that's hiding.
0: Excuse me. <laughs> Top down. Oh, okay. Okay. They're not in the trunk. They're uh the heads of the clubs are on the in the passenger footwell and the handles are clearly visible on the portion of the seat where you sit down.
2: Okay, but what about the bag? Because if it's the same bag, you're cheating. Another point in my favor. They're not in a bag. Wow. Oh, so. Mm.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing suit. everything with moral and ethical clarity. So,
3: But if you were to go play, yeah. is that a spot that they would normally be,
2: the, the clubs yep. I'm
0: talking? Yep. But they would be in a bag, correct? Yep, but my bag isn't at home. It's elsewhere.
2: Oh, Ooh, so you're really taking you a might chance here, busted.
0: actually. <laughs> you might get busted. Uh, but I, I, my moral and ethical clarity, uh, has I
2: have not hidden
0: them. They are not disguised.
2: Okay, so... Uh, one thing i've learned from you is you'll pop the hood on your cars so she doesn't pile crap on top of the hood is the hood up or is the hood down hoods up but that has see now see i think that might be cheating because it has
0: nothing to do with the engine nothing to do with the engine (laughs) and she walks
2: to get in her car she
0: has to walk right by this and you know what she's free to stare in there if she wants to She'll gaze a, all she wants. Kenny might have, have a, a point though because the what hood does the beam, hood up uh, have anything to do with? Could
3: it? impede the sight line into the front. Seat. Not a bit. Not a bit. That,
2: not a bit. That Joe and she sees the hood up. She's not going to go anywhere near it because she knows she can't pile a bunch of bricks on it.
0: Well, you're you're alerting me to another point in my moral and ethical dignity. Are you going to bring up the carb? The hood, <laughs> the hood on this particular car opens the opposite way. So it doesn't impede oh, any vision.
3: Okay. 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 Huh. Uh huh. Okay.
2: Does she know about the carburetor? Oh yeah. Oh, you told her about the carb. Well, you told in, me. In, in you policy. told me you snuck a, a new carb in there. Shh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if. <laughs> Let, let's just drop that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I understand. I'm on your team. I'm on your team. Uh, let's drop that one. But on I just want team. GLers to know that I'm I'm walking the talk. I, I'm practicing what I preach. They're not hidden. They're in plain view. Uh, they are where they would normally be if I was going to take a set of clubs somewhere and didn't have a bag on hand. Wait
3: a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. This has to go until 6 o'clock Wednesday night, correct? Uh,
0: yes. It'll be 24 and, hours okay. at 6 o'clock today.
3: Okay. Yep. Are you playing tomorrow? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now we got a problem.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I think. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, you know, it'll damn near be, well, what's tomorrow at, let's say, 2 how many hours are we? That's We're only 44. That'd be 44 hours. You know what? Close enough. No! close That's enough. Close enough. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can't the mayor cut himself a four-hour slack once in a while? Huh?
3: Or close you could, enough. you could leave them there and maybe hitch a ride and play with the old clubs. <laughs> no, the whole point of this
0: is so... To... <laughs> One last desperate attempt to buy a game. Right. One last desperate attempt. In the days after Rioters torched his 100-year-old St. Paul Pharmacy, Jim Stage vowed to rebuild, and his customers quickly rallied around him. Two months later, his store remains a pile of charred rubble. This re... the remnants of burned businesses continue to dot the Midway neighborhood as well as Lake Street, struggling to get back on his feet after the unrest that followed the month of Floyd, George Floyd. The challenges at Lloyd's Pharmacy show how clearing up the damage, let alone rebuilding, will be no easy task. So far, buildings devastated by fires have been raised by the city using emergency funds from the Ground Service Maintenance Fund, according to the City of St. Paul. Now it's up to the property owners to decide what to do with the rubble. Stage, the drugstore owner, got authorization from the city to start clearing the rubble from his property last week, but Ramsey County put a halt to the removal. Stage's original contractor did not have the proper credentials to demolish a building with asbestos, so the operation was put on pause until he hired someone who did, according to county officials. When a structure destroyed in a fire wasn't tested for asbestos prior to the fire, then you have to assume asbestos exists in the debris, said Michael Reed from the Ramsey County Environmental Health Division. Wow, so much government. The new contractor will cost stage around $60,000 and won't be covered by his insurance. You're kidding. And the longer it takes to straighten out the details, the longer his property remains a pile of debris. People in our community have been totally patient and understanding. He said, I'm understanding too, but we can't rebuild until the debris pile is removed. Fees for commercial demolitions vary normal cost and normally cost more than residential demolitions, which average between 15 to 20 grand. Although the city can pay for demolition in the case of an unremedied nuisance ordinance, the full cost of the demolition ultimately falls on the property owner, according to the city. Normally, if a building burns down, it's a rapid process of helping them move forward, said Suzanne Donovan, marketing and public relations manager for St. Paul. But given the economic implications of the coronavirus, these are extraordinary circumstances, she said. Property owners may need more time to decide on their next steps. The Department of Security and Inspections and the Department of Planning and Economic Development have been reaching out to businesses to talk one-on-one, Donovan said. The city has been very sensitive to their individual processes. That process is helping groups better support the businesses damaged during the unrest, said Chad Coolis, director of the Midway Chamber of Commerce. The chamber has used the information to advocate for more uh, for Midway businesses in legislative meetings and create funds for businesses that are underinsured. And then there's a list of the buildings. So that's a pretty good story. Who wrote this? This is a Pioneer Press piece. Isabel Severda-Weiss, who must be brand new to the paper. I've never heard of her. But I thought she—if yeah, she did a pretty thorough job on that piece because we've all been wondering that. Why Why are we looking like Baghdad all of a sudden? Uh, that's not the American way. Well, what the new American way is, of course, is to involve about as many governmental bureaucracies as possible uh, in the process. And we just learned that through this educational piece.
3: But how could that possibly not be covered by his insurance?
0: I have no idea.
3: That's. We should talk to an insurance adjuster. Would it be an adjuster? Sure. But that's that's incredible to me. Wouldn't you uh, think my building being destroyed in a riot would be... I, that's... Wow. Okay.
0: Well, let me let me see if I missed something.
3: No, you said that part in the story that it wasn't covered by his insurance. Uh, that's a shame. My
0: goodness. Stage got authorization from the city to start clearing the rubble from his property last week, but Ramsey County put a halt. The original contractor didn't have the credentials to demolish a building with asbestos, so the operation was put on pause until he hired someone who did. Uh, the new t- the new contractor will cost stage around sixty grand, and it won't be covered by his insurance. So maybe it's as simple as there's there's some rider in his policy that says we're not paying for asbestos cleanup. I I, I don't know. Wow. But that's our answer. Our answer is that. Uh, in today's America, uh, things just take longer when you're involved with city and regional governments. Things just take longer. And we're learning that. We're learning that.
2: Speaking of taking longer suits, it took me a long time, uh, and it's a very clunky website, but I finally found the answer on dps.min.gov regarding the permit to carry and face coverings. Individuals wearing a face covering may possess a handgun under a legal permit to carry in the same manner as an individual who is not wearing a face covering. So that that is a change that they've made. Because under the old law, or or normal law, you may not have a face covering while you're carrying a uh, a handgun. All right. When we return, we're going to have... Mr. John Heights newscast.
3: We are, but first I'm going to tell you about the Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com. If you are unfamiliar, shame on you because they're the most comfortable underwear that you will ever own, hands down. And we're getting a number of emails from GLers that have made the switch to Chill Boys. Thank you, thank you very much. Go to their website, chillboys.com, and you can do a, a wide variety of, uh, do the search of the wide variety of products that they have, including my favorite, which is the Performance boxers and they are so comfortable you will never go back trust me they also have very cool t-shirts and sunglasses they are a local minnesota company and they ship just about everywhere in the continental u.s local minnesota company proud supporters of the garage logic podcast make your purchase today and let them know that you heard about it on the garage logic
4: podcast It's the end of the world as we know it,
2: and he feels fine. Joe Suchere okay we've been talking firearms here both on and off the air this is a good place for uh, for me to talk about dkmags.com and yesterday today and tomorrow g that's the insider's secret about dkmags.com on old aid up in new brighton and monticello pawn and gun if you want to sneak in get out quickly without waiting in the parking lot rumor has it that levels are lighter at the beginning of the week but as the weekend approaches you know those lines get long and this is my fault we don't talk about monticello pawn and gun enough. Uh, and as we record this, I need a concrete saw, finished nailer gun, a Glock 19, an 80-gallon air compressor, and a 12-gauge uh, target loads. And you can get all of the above and more at Monticello Pawn and Gun. They're at 1219 Highway 25, just south of 94 up in Monticello. And remember, if you're in law enforcement or the military or a veteran or even a first responder, you get another 5% off firearms and accessories. DKMags.com and New Bright or Monticello Pawn and Gun, a couple of wonderful shops for GLers run by GLers. That was 105, Such, 105. Nice. Hail the Flashlight King.
0: Hail Hail you. you. Mr. Mayor, in order to streamline the news segment, I'd like to suggest a new segment for the podcast to be introduced as follows. Only because they come to us all the way from Andover, Minnesota, from John (laughs) Height, it's obscure musician death of the day. (laughs) <laughs> At that point, John can inform us. <laughs> oh, I At love that point, that. John can inform us of the passing of a musician all but the most scholarly of musical aficionados has ever oh. even heard of. I'm only half kidding because I love it when John is on, but I just wanted to needle him a bit. I love the podcast. (laughs) I've been on board since day one. Keep pushing back, Brian and White Bear Lake. Here he is, and only because they come to us all the way from Andover, Minnesota, from John Hyde, its obscure musician death of the day
2: and the news.
4: I wish I had one. I I'd pass that, it right yeah. along to you if I Did you do the Fleetwood Mac guy? Yeah, you didn't West? do Fleetwood oh, Mac Peter Green. God, Peter Green. But but he's not if he's obscure, then you just you you ain't paying attention. You don't oh, know oh, oh, girl, oh, oh, right? but no, if you a I got news for you. I got news yeah. for you. He, yeah. he's pretty obscure. <laughs> he is, John. He's pretty John, obscure, John.
2: John, he
0: is. Honest to
4: God. How can he be obscure? <laughs> what do you make from Fleetwood kid. Mac about? I got a 24-year-old kid, his favorite guitar player is. Peter Green. Well, that's his that problem. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he needs therapy as much as you do. What did he make? What? I'm sorry. What did he do Well, for I, Mac? He, he was he, out, he out of Fleetwood o Mac. Well. you did, remember uh, well. Yeah. Don't ask me what I Did he do Bear you, Trees? You he did Bear Trees. He, uh, he wrote that's Black Magic Woman. That's the best Magic Fleetwood Woman. Would make Yeah. He wrote Black Magic Woman.
1: For Santana? Santana. Of course had a yeah. Not
4: for Santana. Fleetwood Mac did it first. Oh. And Santana covered it. Oh, oh I didn't know that. See, if you don't know that, you shouldn't be talking rock and roll. See, I'm sorry. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes! Well, you're running a PhD level course.
2: Well, I wish I, I oh wish Rook God. was here. Oh, John, John, John,
0: you mentioned <laughs> yes. Fleetwood Mac to the average uh, rock well, sure. and roll yeah. fan, and they will have not heard
4: of Peter Green. I, I, I could absolutely agree, John. He's right. I can make it even better. The uh, group in between the hit group and the Peter Green group, the one with Bob Welch, was also a fine band of Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac. We didn't have any hits, of course. No, yeah. That's hypnotized. Remember hypnotized? Yeah, uh, sure. Didn't Bob Welch pitch for the A's back in the late
2: 80s? Different Bob Welch. <laughs> oh. Filling in for Matthew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, Johnny. All right. Well, I'm going to look every day for an obscure musician. That uh, every right, day oh, way to
0: go, Joe. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. It's the email. I think it's great.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's it is uh, opening day uh, for the twins. Home you opening. feel it, John? You feeling it? I, I really don't. I, yeah. I don't. Cardinals at Twins at Target Field. Have, have, has anybody been watching the broadcasts at all? Uh,
3: I think they're doing the, Honestly, we talked about this briefly before the show. Yeah, I think all things yeah. considered, I think FSN is doing a really good job, considering the fact yeah. that they're not even on site. Because I watched you? the uh, – I know I'm going to get ripped, but I don't care. I watched the uh, Boston Red Sox play the Mets last night. So did I. And Shambi was in the studio in Bristol, and Chipper Jones, I think, was at his house in Atlanta – and there yeah. was a significant delay, and it was, yeah. it was tough to listen to.
0: I, yeah. I'd feel slighted if I was Bremer and uh, uh, Gladden. I'd feel slighted. Uh, there's, there's, where are they? They're at Target Field. Watching the game on TV.
4: Mm-hmm. It's, I, I it's
3: Bremer's doing it with Morneau, by the way.
4: I mean, Morneau, I'm yeah. sorry. Yep. Uh, but that's not unusual, Joe. I, over the weekend, I told Chris this. I watched a Yankee game, and uh, Michael Kay was doing it with Paul O'Neill, and Paul O'Neill was in his basement at his yeah. house. Yeah, like I am right now. Well, I disagree. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't like what it. One other, other sports note. The Vikings uh, reportedly will be without one of their free uh, key agent signings in the offseason. What now? Uh, M- Michael Pierce has opted not to play for the 2020 season. Uh, Pierce got a three-year deal from the Vikings for $27 million in the offseason. Uh, he has health concerns uh, with the COVID-19 pandemic because he has ad- asthma all of his life and is considered high risk. And he's
3: also a very large individual. I think big, football's in a lot of major. trouble here. I don't I don't think they're going to play this year.
0: I think baseball's in a lot of trouble. But at
3: least they got their season started.
4: Yeah, and it might end in about another day or two. You keep getting it of a tests, you're going to yeah. end it. Some of the best tweets yesterday were, what was your favorite part of the 2020 Major yeah. League Baseball yeah. season? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Uh, in news, uh, this just broke actually when we started recording here. Remember the mask guy who was uh, smashing windows in the auto parts store during the umbrella George protests? Yeah, Umbrella yeah. Man, right? Yeah. He had uh, an umbrella and he was dressed in a, a full full suit. Uh, well, uh, we may know who he is at this point. He is suspected, according to police, of being a member of the Hell's Angels biker gang, Whoa. trying to incite racial tension in the demonstration that up until then had been pol- uh, peaceful, according to police. Minneapolis police arson investigators said the man's actions at the auto zone on East Lake Street set off a chain reaction that led to days of looting and rioting. That building, of course, later burned to the ground. Erica Christensen wrote in a search warrant affidavit filed in court this week, this was the first fire that set off a string of fires and looting throughout the precinct and the rest of the city until the actions of the person, your a- a- aff- affliant, affliant, what's an affliant, Affiant. I think the man is what they're trying to say. Uh, the protests had been relatively peaceful. The actions of this person created an atmosphere of hostility and tension. It's believed this individual's sole aim was to incite violence. And it, Christensen said,
3: yeah. I was going to say, is this the same guy that everyone, not everyone, but many people thought was a, a cop at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they yeah. thought it was a St.
4: Paul cop.
0: That's and, right. Okay. Saint Paul. I don't believe this story, and I'll tell you why. No self respecting Hell's Angels would ever wear a suit. I, I,
2: I, <laughs> uh, kenny fun. your thoughts uh <laughs> I, I like to tread lightly where the angels go i just i don't know if i believe that he was angel it also says i don't know if you've got to the uh, you got to this john but he's part of something called the aryan cowboy brotherhood a small yeah. white supremacist prison and street gang based primarily in minnesota and kentucky now there's one thing that we haven't reported and, and we knew about right away Um, that the Angels were actually doing some good during all of the violence, and they were protecting certain buildings and certain spots.
4: And I know they don't want the publicity. So this comes as a big shock to me, big shock. Uh, Well, police, according to Christensen, identified the suspect thanks to a tip via email. They've also connected the 32-year-old man to that uh, widely publicized incident in Stillwater last month in which a Muslim woman was confronted by a group of men wearing white supremacist garb. And as Kenny said, uh, the investigation revealed the man also an associate of the Aryan Cowboy Brotherhood. Several of its members were present at the Stillwater incident. So uh, he hasn't been named yet because he hasn't been charged. Uh, But it it sounds like charges may be coming soon. Voters will head to the polls in Minnesota in two weeks amidst the COVID-19 pandemic for a primary election. Election and health officials have been urging voters to mail in ballots. Thousands have gone out ahead of the August 11th election. Nearly half a million people have requested absentee ballots so far in Minnesota. According to the Secretary of State's office, over 167,000 of those ballots have been returned already. During 2018, there were only 38,000 ballots requested during the same time frame. Officials are suggesting that voters request their ballot 10 days ahead of the August 11th date. This year, the ballot must be postmarked by Election Day and received within two days of the primary in order for it to count. Just days before Minnesota Governor Tim Walz and state education leaders announced plans for school in the fall, some bus companies that serve districts are mounting an all-out campaign to bring on more drivers. And no matter what happens said Jennifer Doyle with First Student in Brooklyn Park we're going to need lots more drivers. Doyle says First Student has about 2,500 employees and 1,400 bus routes throughout Minnesota but that company and others say it's a critical shortage of drivers which existed before COVID-19 and it's continuing through the pandemic. First Student is currently seeking to fill more than 100 positions among several companies offering 18 dollars an hour signing bonuses and other perks to get people to apply
2: if you guys needed to work and uh you were of a mind would you no no getting trapped in a bus with kids
0: no
4: No. not a chance yeah same top story monday at rolling because i'll tell you why i'm sorry john yeah, that's right. because
0: because I would
2: just be disciplined because I would be telling them to shut up and
4: <laughs> take their hats off. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yeah, even without COVID, no matter what, I, I think I'd have to be paying like seventy five dollars an
4: hour oh, to put yeah. up with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah that's easily. without COVID. Yeah, easily, easily. Top story Monday at Rollingstone dot com was Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar talking about why she is co-authored with senator john cornyn of texas a republican the save our stages bill to provide government assistance to small independent music venues the bill is supported by the national independent venue association whose co-founder and board president is first avenue owner uh, dana frank that proposal would quote keep venues afloat pay employees and preserve a critical economic sector for communities across america most of the music spots have been shuttered since mid-March due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Klobuchar wrote an 850-word op-ed piece for Rolling Stone saying, I don't want to lose music in America. It's one of our most incredible assets, one of the most incredible parts of our culture, and one of the most successful exports we have to the world. Uh, the senator accounts as a suburban Twin Cities high schooler, how she went to concerts by the Cars, Led Zeppelin, and Aerosmith. She said the live music business, where social distancing isn't practical, will likely lose $9 billion before concerts can return in 2021. Uh, she is, of course, the ranking Democrat on the Senate Judiciary Subcommittee on Antitrust, Competition Policy, and Consumer Rights. Do you guys uh, ever get the feeling that uh, on July
0: 28th, next summer, things will be absolutely no different than they are today?
4: I go yep. back and forth a little bit. I, yep, I, uh, I sure I tr- do. I try not to because it's just kind of a. Okay, let's thought. let's speculate. <laughs> let's say
2: it is going to be that way. What about Amy's little bill? How do you feel about it? I well, mean, we can't we can't float them forever. No, and you can't keep
0: picking winners and losers. Uh, if you're going to bail out First Avenue, I can line you up five businesses that'll say, "What about me?" Right. What about this yeah. guy on University Avenue with his drugstore and his insurance won't cover the rubble removal?
2: Yeah, and most people would say we need medicine more than we need, you know, the main room. Yeah, yeah. But could, uh, the, could the
3: main room be medicine, Kenny, if
2: you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I think I do. Yes.
3: By the way, I was it... looking at Rolling Stone the other day. Did this, did, does this make you guys feel old like it did to me? Do you know what album turned 40 years old last week? What? Forty. Back in Black by ACDC.
0: That would not impact my life because I couldn't stand listening to them. Oh, oh,
4: that oh.
3: hurts the inside. One
2: of the greatest oh, low-hanging fruit bands of oh, all time. Perfectly stated. Who, what American <laughs> has not wished to be on stage as a member of ACDC for the opening chords of Back in Black? Me. That must be the funnest band in the whole world to
4: be in. And John, that, where are you on this? I, uh, I'm a, I'm, I, am I love. Uh, ACDC. Uh, back in Black, like Kenny said, that was one of the first intros I ever learned when I, you know, yeah. when I decided I wanted to it actually it. It would
2: be it so back. fun to play a whole bunch of ACDC songs. It would just your guitar be a right riot. there, John? Is your guitar right
0: there? Uh, it's close, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd like to hear the opening chorus of Back in Black. And Kenny, hey, I love
3: the intro to Back in Black, but uh, I also, I think I might even love it more, the intro to Hell's Bells just gets me wound up every time.
1: Oh, so good. Da, 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 I da, might be a
4: little rusty here So don't, you know That's okay, Rusty On this one, let's see. Oops, hang on, I got my cord in the way <laughs> what? What, uh, what, key in, <laughs> what, what key are we in, Don't electrocute yourself What key are we in? We're in E Oh, you got a bass? Stimulating to get <laughs> my of... drums out <laughs> Yeah, would you, Joe? You could have You're next to there.
3: his golf clubs
0: Shut up Reavers
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun,
4: dun, dun. Oh I forgot that part didn't I? That's it's a pretty good go.
2: bass playing there, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I don't think I know how to play it. I was just kinda of going off what
4: John was playing. <laughs> I forgot the lead part, because it's supposed to go. oh yeah
0: all right i like that i like that intro
4: all right let me let me try not to hang myself as i put my guitar back right
3: hey on second thought john is is dylan nearby could he maybe run downstairs
4: quick and do it for us very funny that's very very funny dylan Dylan, also a huge acdc fan you know we talked about music and uh, he's he's uh, talked about three people he'd be on the road with right now. So you don't think this is impacting? Oh, I you know, know every oh, musician yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's not a good thing. But John, to answer your question, if we're still doing this next July twenty eighth,
2: yeah. Gee whiz, and, if we did a little show prep, we could have been ready. Oh well.
0: <laughs> well, John didn't tell me that uh, Angus Phillips died.
1: What? What? <laughs> what was Angus the story of uh, Angus, Angus Young? Angus <laughs> Young. Yeah.
0: No, his
3: no, no, died a
4: few years ago.
0: <laughs> and yeah. The
3: reason well, it came Phillips. up is John mentioned Rolling Stone. And <laughs> That's brought, it. And I said that uh, the, the album.
2: Story, and, and the and album the, yeah, turned I mean, 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to show prep for that. <laughs> Angus, no, Phillips really <laughs> <laughs> Angus
4: Phillips died. Angus Phillips. the line
2: of the day. Oh
4: my
3: God. Let's see who Angus Phillips is, by the way. Oh, I ages, no idea. I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angus Phillips is the director of the Oxford International Center for Publishing Studies at Oxford Brooks University.
4: Well, there you go. Hey. Okay. And and he's alive, and he's still with us. He he's is still with us. With us. He's, he sounds like somebody that should talk like oh, this, though. Oh, Jesus. He? Oh, the, world's, <laughs> <laughs> the world's biggest COVID-19 vaccine study got underway Monday with the first of 30,000 planned volunteers helping to test shots created by the U.S. government and one of several candidates in the final stretch of the global vaccine race. Uh, no guarantee, of course, uh, that it will uh, actually protect. Uh, they need proof. Volunteers won't know if they're getting the real shot or a dummy version. After two doses, scientists will closely track which group experiences more infections as they'll go about their daily routines. Uh, President Trump back to talking about a discredited drug to fight the coronavirus and the credibility of Dr. Fauci. Uh, Fauci pushing back Tuesday morning, saying he'll just keep doing his job and try to ignore everything else. Trump pushed unproven claims that an anti-malaria drug, again, hydroxychloroquine, is an effective treatment of COVID-19. Numerous studies have shown the uh, drug is not effective. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently withdrew an order that allowed the drug's use as an emergency treatment. The president also shared a post from Twitter account for a podcast hosted by Steve Bannon, remember him, accusing Fauci of misleading the public over the drug. Fauci, a leading member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, responded to the president's tweets saying, I go along with the FDA the overwhelming prevailing clinical trials that have looked at the efficiency of the drug have indicated it's not effective in coronavirus disease.
3: I do love I mean, the well, fact that he uh, suggested that. Oh, I was asked to throw out the first pitch by the Yankees. That came as news got, to the I Yankees. Got,
4: I got that, actually. Oh, I'm that's, sorry. That's coming John. up. Oh, Hang on, Chris. sorry, John. I'll get the cart ahead of the horse or whatever that saying is. Uh, I wanted to uh, continue with the hydro... I have a hard time saying this. Hydroxychloroquine. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. now has limited access to Twitter because he shared a video about the drug, which is what the president then helped to retweet. Uh, It was about a doctor, Dr. Stella Emanuel, who favors the use of that drug. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem is she's made some weird claims in her, uh, her doctoral life, including those about alien DNA and the physical effects of having sex with witches and demons in your dreams. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. 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 Yes. She alleges She's an interesting d- cat. She alleges alien DNA is currently used in medical treatments. Sure. That's, and that scientists cooking up a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. She also says that the folks who lobby Congress are reptilians. Well, I don't know what that means, but uh, anyway. You know, Pat uh, Mahomes
0: I, has an ownership in the Royals. I saw that. I saw ownership that, yeah. interest, yeah.
4: Well, Dad was a baseball player, you know.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, by the way, uh, remember, as Chris said, uh, our surprise when President Trump announced he'd be throwing out first pitch for the Yankees on August 15th? Right. Well, apparently the Yankees were surprised, too. August uh, 15th? Yeah, well, he was going to do it on August 15th, oh. he had announced. The oh. president had. Yeah. But the Yankees didn't know anything about that. Oh. Uh, and then over the weekend, the president followed that by saying, I'll be too busy on August 15th. Yeah. <laughs> I can't throw out the first pitch. He's got a thing. Sources uh, now say the president was apparently irritated that Dr. Fauci was given the honor of throwing out the first pitch in Washington. So he uh, told his staff to get in touch with the Yankees, but they never did. Well, and, and the Nationals and the only win. did that just to get under the president's skin. Oh, yeah. The president went ahead then and and said he'd be throwing out the first pitch even though nobody knew anything Did about it. Did they even so. have a game that day? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Are you, uh, guys,
2: you, are you guys done yeah. bashing my president yet? Are you done? I
4: guess. Uh, I guess. I'm sure I'll get letters. And, you know, have, uh, stories, Revers, folks. yes, sir. Leave you could like.
2: have uh, J.
0: L. Coven explain to us uh, why oh. he isn't going to throw out the first pitch at I the Yankees game. I didn't know that the president I, uh, had this. He's case. already. Uh, he's already got an explanation. Okay. Uh, and they're <laughs> always. Uh, they're always a joy to hear from J. L. Coven. Uh, on why I'm not going to throw out the first pitch at the Yankees game.
1: Got one right there about that. Fake news, just got a question right. No, I will not be throwing out the first pitch on August 15th at the great Yankee Stadium, one of our great places for sports. And, you know, because we're going to be doing very strong meetings. We're having strong meetings on coronavirus, which is... So important. Nobody knew, even a month ago, nobody knew how tough this thing was. Everybody thought it was going to fade away. And it turns out it is fading away. But not everywhere, not everywhere. There's some places, you know, places that love Trump, that vote for Trump, you know, that might vote for Mountain Dew and Bad Salts if that were on the ballot against Trump, but because they're not, they love Trump. And we've got to protect these great Americans. Okay, so I won't be throwing out the pitch. Mike, you know, you were looking for, you like to catch. You know, he's, he prefers to catch, but, you know, in our great sports, you gotta have both. You gotta have a, a pitch and a catch. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And, you know, it's tough, because it's baseball tough. is one of our great, they call it a pastime time, because, you know, it takes a lot of time, and, you know, the time passes, and it becomes sort of a past, Time. You know, a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that, but that's a lot of people you know, of don't know things. that. And you can have snacks, you know, hot dogs, right, Mike? Hot dogs, cracker jacks, what? you know, you just... and other things. You have other things. Have I have I ever taken Barton? Who's Barton? No, I don't. I don't go to games with kids. I don't know. But that's we have to fight the coronavirus first, and then we'll get back, We'll get back to sports. So first, you yeah, I' spin. But no, I can I'm certainly wasn't afraid of throwing Bart no, Nicole. No, no, no. I was looking forward to throwing it a lot better than Fauci. You know, remember how I shot the paper towels at the Puerto Ricans? <laughs> okay. I'll I'll show you how I can throw. I'll throw it so you better watch out. <laughs> uh, okay, well I thought you were coming in to get you looked like you were coming in well. Um, okay. <laughs> He All actually right. doesn't wow.
3: have a bad arm. He's got a decent arm. I saw him throw a couple. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't he play baseball?
4: Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, that's what I thought.
3: They'd he also vote for this. Mountain Dew.
4: Yeah. And <laughs> basketball. the rambling perfectly. Yes, yeah, he. That's the part perfectly. that's get, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you may be uh, dealing with the coronavirus uh, maybe by drinking a little more. A well, new study. Well. <laughs> new study says the stress of coronavirus can lead to. Uh, light and moderate drinkers overindulging. Hmm. Online sales of alcohol were 307% higher at the start of July compared to last year, Holy according cow. to data from Nielsen. With wine and beer delivery and carry-out cocktails now permitted in many areas, Consumer report says that can come with some potential downsides.
3: I do know, John, that my elevated BWS.com, uh subscription has seen a tad bit of an increase over these past couple of months
2: tad bit oh <laughs> well, when it gets
3: delivered right to you it's hard to pass it up.
4: of <laughs> you're going to get a bonus aren't you probably <laughs> uh be sure you know what actually counts as one drink according to the experts that helps they said uh, 12 ounces for a beer that's one five ounces of wine is one or one and a half ounces for a shot of spirits that counts all counts as one drink hmm. so uh you also shouldn't uh, they're saying drink before you sleep because uh, it affects oh, it's the your only brain. way Sooch can get to sleep. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> it not, can affect your brain. That's <laughs> not necessarily
4: true. <laughs> not necessarily,
0: as far as you know. How can it affect uh, your brain?
4: Uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> it occurs later stages of sleep. Uh, brain changes uh, if great. you have alcohol in, in your system. Right. Uh, drivers are holding onto cars and trucks longer during the coronavirus pandemic. The average age of a vehicle on U.S. roads rose by a month this year to a record 11.9 years. Doesn't it seem, does that seem correct to you guys, average age? For, for normal 10.9? people,
2: it does, but for such probably not. No. Uh, <laughs> I just noticed that uh, my 2016, I just hit 80,000 miles, and I checked on uh, what i still owe on the truck and uh <laughs> K- kenny is upside down kissing his own ass yeah. goodbye
1: yeah.
4: i may have that same problem with my 2015 jeep <laughs> yeah but you don't put any miles on that thing me yeah yeah i haven't in the last what four months i, I
3: remember boy I I, I, I I ran up to give something to john the other day and he said boy it's been great i I'm still in the same tank of gas since March. And I said, John, I bought gas twice on well, Friday. That was, yeah. that was
4: two, three months ago, Chris. That's that was like yesterday. That is true. <laughs> the IHS, a market for consulting firm, says the pandemic has caused consumers to put their brakes on spending. Get it? Put their brakes on spending? I get it, and John. Hold, yeah, okay. And hold on to their current vehicles for a longer period. They're expecting the average age to go up even more. Uh, in Miami Dade County, uh, you talked about the Anoka County Sheriff uh, not enforcing uh, the mask problem, right? Or the mask uh, mm-hmm. law, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, there they're actually setting the equivalent of speed traps. So they'll oh, yeah. go in they'll go into a store, hide behind counters or whatever, and if uh, somebody removes their mask uh, in the parking lot or whatever, they will run out and write them a ticket. Wow, really? Yeah. Where was yeah. this, John? In Miami, Florida. Oh. Oh, my. The Miami-Dade police uh, conduct 500 random compliance checks each day, according to NBC Miami, to enforce the county's public health ordinance. Uh, It's also being uh, uh, reported that uh, one convenience store in Wawa, Florida, where eight people were cited over two days for not wearing masks, suggesting the police were indeed setting up mask so let me get let me get this straight miami
3: area. is the biggest drug trafficking city in the entire country and this is what we're worried about there <laughs> okay Apparently. got it
4: got okay. it uh, talk about an embarrassed puppy 16 rescuers were called out to save a saint bernard dog that was stranded on an english mountain I'll be damned. Usually the other way around, isn't it, John? Yeah, they go (laughs) rescue the people. He's got the big barrel on the front of his uh, Did it have the brandy? The pooch named Daisy collapsed while descending from the summit of Scaffell Peak in northwest England with her owners. (laughs) After showing signs of pains in her leg, she sat down and refused to get up. And with nightfall fast approaching, local police called in the rescuers for help. Upon reaching the stricken pooch, the team carefully introduced themselves to Daisy, and with the help of a treat or two, members were able to assess her condition and administered uh, some anesthesia for the pain, and uh, the pooch will be just fine, as it turns out. John, have you been swimming yet this summer? Uh, I have been once, actually. One time. Uh, I have, Joe. Many times. Good.
0: good. Were you on beaches kept (laughs) free of weeds by AquaSide? I certainly was. Another gang of kids leaving here today to go out to White Bear Lake. Aquaside has been helping people maintain great lakeshores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of everything from weeds to algae. Uh, Aquaside products are easy to use. They work quickly. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and the products are completely safe for you in that prize-winning fish that kid's going to catch off the end of the dock. You don't need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today, a White Bear Lake company. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call them at uh, 1-800- 328-9350, Three two eight ninety three fifty, or go to aquaside.com. Check out those aquaside pellets, the top seller. They work quickly, and, there, and there's uh, despite this being July twenty eighth. Believe me, plenty, plenty of swimming weather left. Plenty of time to get that beach ready for the home stretch of the uh, 2020 summer swimming season with aquaside.com. Thank you, Johnny. You bet. what you're, you're staying with us, aren't you?
4: Oh, yeah. I'll be here. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. We'll be back shortly then. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Souchere.
3: First, though, let's tell you find people about 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. Have you had the juicy Lucette yet if not what's the matter with you go check it out and if you know what you want to see some of their menu items check out their website 30bales.com they're also a wonderful follow on Twitter they routinely put out some of their craft cocktails and some of their salads and all sorts of delicious dishes that they have for you at 30 bales and uh, check out their menu do it online they are still open for takeout they have two outstanding patios that you can uh, that you can frequent. Like I said, happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday, brunch on the weekends. And let Todd and Tom know that you heard about on the GL Podcast. They are wonderful supporters of this show, and they are have a scratch Midwest kitchen, and they are big-time fans of this show and are so thankful for all of you GLers that have stopped in, whether it's lunch, happy hour, or maybe on the weekend for dinner. But please let them know that you heard about it right here on the Garage Logic
0: Podcast, 30 Bales in
3: downtown Hopkins.
0: This was alluded to yesterday, but needs to be repeated Brazen robberies and car thefts, often in broad daylight, highlight a a growing problem across the Minneapolis city. According to Minneapolis Police Department crime data, there have been 2,170 stolen vehicles this year through July 26. That's a 46% increase over the same period in 2019 when 1,485 auto thefts happened. There have been 886 robberies, a jump of 36% over the same time last year. Mm. Olivia Arnold is just one of thousands of drivers who had their cars stolen this year in Minneapolis. Her boyfriend was using it to deliver food two weeks ago near First Avenue and East 18th Street. In the 10 seconds he stepped out to hand over the customer's order, a thief jumped into the driver's seat and took off. Uh, You don't think, oh, this is my side gig doing deliveries. You don't really think anything of it. You don't think that you're going to be put in danger because of something like that, Arnold said. Being victimized led her to seek more information through social media groups like the Uptown Crime Facebook page. That's where I realized this has been happening a lot lately, she said. The page is packed with personal and witness accounts of recent carjackings and strong-arm robberies. One woman had her purse ripped away from outside an Aldi in broad daylight Sunday. The victim's sister posted on Uptown Crime Page that the thieves put her in a chokehold in order to wrestle away the purse, then jumped into a getaway car. What we're hearing again and again is people don't want less public safety. They want better public safety, said Steve Taylor, a South Minneapolis resident who moderates the Uptown Crime Page. When the city council has their own armed security and community members are being robbed at gunpoint, often in broad daylight, that just seems unfair. He feels the stats prove his point. In the third precinct, which has now been destroyed, robberies have more than doubled this year to 347 compared to this time last year when they're 163. Car thefts are up 67%, the largest increase of the five precinct. Just west in the fifth precinct, robberies and car thefts both jumped 47% compared to 2019. Uh, Based on the numbers, defunding the Minneapolis PD isn't the answer, uh, according to uh, Steve Taylor. I think we need more police. Of course, we need reformed police and better police that police all of Minneapolis equally, keep everyone safe from violent crimes, he said. After his interview, our camera—this is from CCO's website— after his interview, our camera caught a road rage incident involving a baseball bat at the corner of Franklin and Nicollet. Yes. This incident occurred during the daytime, and other crimes have made Arnold nervous about a simple grocery store trip. She even stopped carrying a purse. We just want to be able to feel safe again, she said. Police said some of the robberies are being committed by the same groups. They're working to identify the groups and find out which crimes they are connected to. And I can, I can attest from personal knowledge, not evidence, but knowledge, that you can forget uh, you can forget thinking you're safe depending on what neighborhood you might live in. Th- this is uh, happening all over. It's been, it happened in Crocus Hill in St. Paul, the carjacking in uh, Highland Park right on Cleveland Avenue in broad daylight. Uh, a carjacking and i'm I'm trying to convince uh, the two kids I used to have who live here that they both need to have something to help themselves at a stoplight it, just even if it's a simple uh, uh application of uh, some way to app uh, to shoot mace out their window uh, they've got to be able to do something because this is uh, this behavior is getting worse and worse and worse as the statistics show.
3: You, I, I, I don't think you mentioned this, but the, the the most alarming stat that I saw earlier today was the homicide rates last year compared to this year. We're up ninety five percent, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Th- this is really a troubling trend.
0: Uh, yeah. Good luck to you all. Well, I, I I don't want it to become a daily theme of the show, but there's a big public safety component here that. Uh, is 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 devolving more and more uh, to the individual citizen realizing that he or she uh, is the stopping point that that he or she is going to be the one uh, confronting trouble and there won 't be time to call police. Uh, you know, the kid walks up to you and says, do you know where the Dairy Queen is? And then outside your in your peripheral vision, you see two more kids approaching the car from the other side.
3: Right. We got an email from a guy the other day that was asking about, and I won't name him, but it was asking about, is it safe around the children's hospital area? Because he had to take his daughter there. And I talked to him one-on-one but I said, you know, if you keep your windows up, you keep your doors locked, the chances are you're going to be okay. Don't stop for anybody. Don't Even if someone seems innocent to have a question, there's an agenda behind it. You just unfortunately can't trust anybody. Yep. Yeah. Somebody comes asking you the time, it's time for you to beat it. <laughs> yep. I mean, you should have seen the discussion. My, my wife works in the St. Louis Park area. And what the, 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 the talk that I had to have with her about it, I said, don't stop for anybody. You get on the damn freeway
0: and you get your butt home. I have a mace dispenser, uh, but it's a little confusing. Uh, I'm worried that I'd end up shooting it at myself (laughs) because the top – you got to really look carefully to realize the spout is at this end of a red cap and not this end of a red cap and I know I know in a moment of of, of uh, emotional trauma I know damn well I'd shoot myself with it <laughs> that just slump over in the driver's uh, seat that's
2: that's probably why you shouldn't own a firearm either as well, much as I love them I there's just some people that shouldn't well I only own 10 so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, get too concerned. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I but, hope you're getting training.
3: But at what point, though, because even for myself, and I, because I'm the one that comes in here every day, there are times where when i would leave here i would stop off to get a couple of things on my way home well hell that's not the case anymore i'm right on the damn highway and i'm getting my butt out of out of minneapolis
2: you've got two big guns with you at all times right Right here
3: and right here (laughs) sun's out guns
2: out oh
1: god but
3: i would do that because i like supporting you know businesses around this area and, and the mom and pop shops but i won't do that anymore it's not worth it Yeah, you know, we, we had a carjacking what can two blocks from here
2: it, it was pretty close if you're so inclined you got to go to dkmags.com and ask them on advice on training because there's a lot of training available and, and lord knows we can all use it even those of us that shoot regularly nothing wrong with more training yeah.
0: or do what i do do all your errands on a scooter I mean, you guys uh they turn every errand into an adventure. EcoFun Motorsports and Forest Lake can set you up with a wonderful scooter that gets about seventy-five miles to the gallon. If if your if your preference is that, uh, they also can set you up with the Bentelli e-bike. But look, when I'm on a scooter, you're you're so nimble that you can just flee up and you know hop it up on the sidewalk and take off if you have to. Uh, I'm not kidding. And and uh, uh, I always uh, have I've always told people that. Uh, For 75 miles to the gallon, I feel like I'm really sticking it to big oil. I love to stick it to big oil. (laughs) And EcoFun Motorsports has a great lineup of scooters, a full line of Yamaha motorcycles, Uh, Good uh, recreational equipment for young people, the kids. They got helmets. They got the apparel, a great service department. Tim sends a truck through town once a day, picks up what he needs to bring back for service and returns it to you. It's a fantastic operation. It's right on Highway 61 because uh, garage logicians own Highway 61. It's right on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. It's EcoFun Motorsports. Flashlight, check. Tool belt, check. Attitude, check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. I can't tell you how much I uh, appreciate our listeners uh, who have developed such relationships with our advertisers. Oh, man. Uh, this is from Jenny amazing. Nelmark. And the subject is from Illinois to EcoFun and more. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you. you. I apologize in advance if my email is long, but I wanted to take the time to tell you a little bit about my experience over the last two weeks with some of your show's advertisers. My husband and I moved from the Twin Cities to the western suburbs of Chicago six years ago. Like many, our travel plans were changed significantly due to COVID. We decided we had enough of staying at home and decided we would drive up to the Twin Cities for the 4th of July weekend. Besides seeing family and friends, I do have to admit that one of my motivations to take the trip was to make a Grunhoffer's run. Every time I'm in Minnesota, I stop in and get my quota of beef and cheddar beef sticks. This time was no different, except for the fact that I bought 10 pounds along with summer sausage seasoning and beer brats. Wow. It was my husband's first time at the Meat Palace, and he was impressed. After our Grun run, my husband and I, along with another couple, made our journey on Highway 61 to EcoFun. We all test drove the Bentelli e-bikes. My husband was surprised how much I liked the Bentelli M1 Fat Tire e-bike. We were really interested in the bike, but unfortunately did not have our bike rack on our vehicle and had no room to place it in the back of my SUV. We decided when we got back to Illinois to call EcoFun, and if they still had the bike we wanted. Thankfully, they had it, and I headed back to Minnesota last week to get it.
1: Wow. This time,
0: this time on, on my Highway 61 adventure, I stopped at Elevated Spirits to purchase some at EPA for my husband which is not sold us, sold near us in Illinois. Then nice. I was off to EcoFun. Everyone there was great and answered all my questions before loading my new bike in my vehicle. My husband and I love our new Bentelli bike. It's been a blast to ride. We have a couple of more of your sponsors to hit the next time we're back home in Minnesota. Too bad Mo Shield can't make it down to us. We <laughs> sit on our back deck every night and listen to the podcast until, you, until we are chased away by those stupid bugs. Thanks for being part of our daily routine. We are sad we won't be able to come to the State Fair to see all of you this year, but hopefully Hopefully next year keep pushing back Jenny in Glen Ellen Glen Ellen Illinois and this comes from Ryan who writes Joe uh, the bride and I fled liberal lakes about 18 months ago for the sunny skies of New Mexico we are very thankful for the podcast so we can keep up to speed on the latest happenings in garage logic However, every time you do a spot for Grunhoffers, my mouth starts to water and it makes me painfully aware of the fact that there are no good butcher shops in Albuquerque. This got me thinking that my situation may not be unique and your many other non-resident listeners may also be suffering from a lack of a good butcher in their town. Please, Joe, come to our rescue and tell us that Grunhoffers will ship those amazing brats, meatloaf, and other delicacies to us distant garage logicians who can otherwise only dream how good they must taste. Thanks in advance and keep pushing back, Ryan Burt. So these are great testimonials from people who are uh, are very genuine in their appreciation for EcoFun and Elevated and, and uh, uh, Grunhoffers. Grunhoffers is so popular now that uh, Spencer's adding... 2,500 additional square feet. That's what I was
3: going to tell the emailer. Let him get through the renovation before we start worrying about (laughs) shipping everywhere. I got to think
0: that uh, Spencer's people are probably seriously considering how to take advantage of a national interest in their place now. I don't know. I'm not in the food business, so I don't know what it would take to ship. I don't know how many 14, 15 government agencies might have to get involved uh, before before uh, Spencer could pack it in a cold box and send it out. But maybe he's going to contemplate that. The next time I'm there, I'll be glad to ask him. Uh, it's right on Highway 61 in Hugo, the north end of Hugo. And uh, you still can stop today or tomorrow and register to win that quarter side of beef. Oof. Uh, this beef was raised in Hugo by Spencer himself. The value is 856 bucks. He's doing this just to show appreciation to the GLers. Spencer will pull one name from all the entries on Thursday. That's this Thursday, July 30th, and then he'll call you and you can stop in to claim your prize. All of this happening at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61 because uh, we own highway 61
3: really quick uh, mr mayor before you move on mm-hmm. what was the name of the emailer that frequented uh, all of our various sponsors could you that, give that name to me one i more time? will that was jenny so jenny that's very nice of you but you left out fratellonis for god's sake could you have not at least made one more stop and <laughs> bought true. yourself some stuff on the way home maybe you picked up a smoke fire grill for all that grunhoffer's grub and then brought
2: that thing home with you too what's wrong with you GLers, you've got to know that you're defying the odds and that people uh, inside our industry are coming to us and going, what the hell, guys? How is this happening? Record amount of downloads. And clients whose businesses are doing so well now that they have to add on to serve you guys, <laughs> and pe- people in the industry are coming up to us and going, whoa, 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 "What's going on?" I <laughs> love to when they look at us and we just kind of shrug
0: our shoulders. Yeah, That's GLers, man. If Jenny, you don't get it. It's your Jenny, email. next time you buy an automobile, you just uh, swing off sixty-one there and you get go. your next. You get your next rig at schmells, and we got you all covered. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thank <laughs> well, you. Well, I,
2: have to, I have to stay uh, you're going to hit the music here, uh, Reavers. I, I didn't know if uh, Mr. Mayor had any more uh, any more uh, uh, material to get to.
0: No, I, I have errands to run, and I'll be running them on the
2: scooter. I got gotcha. you.
0: What
1: were you going to say, the, Kenny? F-
2: for the first time since it crapped out last summer, my house now has central air again the guy showed up at about 10 30 he was done by one o'clock and for 1200 dollars less than the quote i was given by a bunch of local shysters last year and it's all thanks to my new pals at aim high construction mn.com
3: wait a minute you know what this means boys don't you can he well, be honest You've been doing the show for the last half an hour in just your chill, boys, haven't you? <laughs> yes. Now that you yeah. have running AC in that house.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know me too well. <laughs> but, but I reverse we don't I, need that. We don't need that I imagery. Have, listen, listen, yeah. listen, listen, I had a shower this morning and they're a fresh pair, so we're still good. <laughs> Johnny Height?
0: Yes. Talk to you, what, Thursday?
4: Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, what is today? Tuesday? Yeah, I'll be here Thursday. <laughs> all right, sure. wonderful. They all wonderful. gotta run what is, together. What is don't today, they, Johnny? Well, well these COVID really days do. run together, don't yeah, they? They do. do. Yes. End of the week, beginning of the week—I don't know.
3: <laughs> hey, Pod MN—that is your source for previous episodes of the Garage Logic Prod- Podcast, and also you can find other podcasts, maybe sports, news, comedy, true crime, so much more. There is also a chance to win rewards each and every time that you listen. Download the app today in the Apple or Google Play stores. Pot MN, listen local. We'll catch you tomorrow on the Garage Logic Podcast.